you know, Monica, normally we get all these questions into Curious City, and I, I get really excited to, you know, investigate something that I, I didn't know the answer to, learn something new. But I have to say, this week, question, it's, it's hit a little bit of a nerve. Yeah, Alexandra, I can sort of tell by the look on your face, because there's someone in Chicago who is not crazy about our local bagels. Her question specifically is, why aren't there any good bagels in Chicago? Her name is Elaine Cleary. I've lived here for a long time, and I've never had a good bagel. I have had good bagels in New York um, and in some, like mostly on the East Coast, other parts of the country, um, but I've never had a good bagel in Chicago. So, Monica, you know, I've also lived here a long time. I'm from here which means I've eaten my fair share of Chicago bagels. I've also, I went to school in New York, so I have tasted those kind of mushy New York bagels, you know, the ones that you get (laughs) in all the little deli shops, kind of oversized, whatever. So I've eaten, I've eaten those New York bagels. Yeah. And uh, Elaine, she's wrong. Well, you're going to love what else she has to say. My family is also Jewish, so I am always very disappointed in the bagel offerings. So, you know, Monica, I know I was kind of mad, frankly, when I first heard this because it, it, I do love... You're a proud Chicagoan. It's right. And, you know, my family is also Jewish. And the bagel is literally, you know, you have a bagel at every family gathering, a birth, weddings, a bris, a bris the shiva, you know, the, the ritual that we do after somebody dies. There's always the bagel tray. You eat bagels off the bagel tray for seven days. So bagels are pretty meaningful to me. They're at every family occasion. And I think we have some pretty amazing bagels here in Chicago, frankly. <laughs> okay, so what should we do about it? You know, in Judaism, we have this tradition. It's it's known as tzedakah. You know, it's it's about giving and, and being charitable. And I think that is what I need to, to do here with Elaine. And I think we need to kind of just help her find her way to the good bagels. She tries them. I try them. And we try to show her, show her what she's missing. Okay, so I'm going to get in my car pick up a bunch of bagels, and we'll try to convince Elaine that there are worthy bagels here. But first, I'm going to tell you about the history of Chicago bagels and how this history might help explain why Elaine is under the impression that we just don't have any good ones in the city limits. That's all coming up. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. 
Okay, before we launch into our bagel-off with Elaine, let's start with a little bagel history. Historians agree that bagels were probably invented in the late 17th century in Austria. They came to the United States around the turn of the century with Eastern European Jewish immigrants. But when did they hit Chicago? Well, historian Irving Cutler thinks that was about 1900. And we do have records of Jewish bakeries here at the time. But were they making bagels yet? We're not quite sure. I do know that they were formally established here in the 1930s when I was a kid. That's octogenarian Chicago Tribune writer Ron Grossman. And when he says here, he means the then Jewish neighborhood of North Lawndale, where bagels were plentiful in his youth. But even back then, Chicagoans were already getting a second city complex about their food. There was always a sense that our cuisine and our Jewish traditions here in Chicago were imports from New York. That was fostered by our relatives in New York. (laughs) Still, he said Chicago bagels here were really good. And the ritual of buying them on Sunday mornings was already in full swing. But Jews who'd left Lawndale to move north to Albany Park like his family did, they'd go back to the old neighborhood for their bagels. So that on Sunday morning there would be a procession of cars going down Pulaski Road to get bagels and bring them up. But even if there was some nostalgic preference for the bagels in the old neighborhood, the path of the bagel bakeries always did eventually follow Chicago Jewish northward migration. From South Shore and Lawndale to Albany Park. And then from Albany Park, they move up to Devon Avenue and finally out to the suburbs. In this Chicago Jewish migration to the northern burbs, where many of our old school bakeries now reside, that might be part of the answer to Elaine's question and the reason why she thinks you can't find any good bagels in Chicago proper. Because, yeah, a lot of the bakeries, they moved out to the suburbs where their customers were. And as more bakeries were opening up outside the city, many of the traditional bakeries in Chicago were closing. Why? Well, partly upward mobility. The next generation no longer wanted or needed to take over the bagel business. People like Rabbi Moshe Simkovich. His Uncle Sam made the bagels first at Shore Bakery in South Shore and then North Shore Bakery on Tui. He knew it from Czechoslovakia in the 1930s. He had been trained in it. And so he did bread and bagels were like, that's his deal. His dad, Jack Simkovich, also worked at the bakery. And sometimes he brought young Moshe with him to work. Which was kind of cool, but it also didn't quite convince the lad that he wanted to follow in his dad's footsteps. You know, my father had brought me to work with him when I was 10 and 11 at 4 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, there's something nice and weird being with your parent doing that. Something beautiful. And something that says, I don't want to do this forever. (laughs) And, uh, And so that's... You know, that broke it down for just about everybody, I think. It was not an easy profession. The generation of the people who were expert at this, who learned the craft in Europe, for people like that to have their training and to be taught to do it the way they did it in Europe, they couldn't pass it on. Indeed, Anne Levon, whose dad Maury Kaufman started the old Kaufman's Bagel Bakery in the 1950s, had no interest in even working at the Albany Park Bakery when she was growing up. And my friends did, though. 
My dad hired a number of my friends from high school to work there. So they all have seemed to have fond memories of it, but I never wanted to. So her dad sold it to another family. The Dworkin family bought the Skokie location of Kaufman's that was an expansion of the original Albany Park location. Betty Dworkin runs it today, and she gave me a tour around last year. They still make their bagels like they did 50 years ago. Now, this is this is a somewhat old-fashioned piece of equipment. It's yeah. pretty basic. But how old? She's talking about an old bagel shaping machine that she doesn't want to get rid of because she says the new machines can't handle the kind of firm dough needed for her old-school bagels. This machine puts some union bagel bakers out of business. But another innovation that closed even more local bakeries first started with another Jewish bakery called Lenders. Here's food writer Joan Nathan. Lenders Bagels started freezing their bagels in the late 50s, after the Korean War. And the standard of bagels just changed. It might have reached the outlying areas, but it wasn't the same as a small batched bakery that Lenders was before that. And when Lenders went from small family bakery to huge frozen bagel behemoth, it affected bagel bakeries across the country, including in Chicago. So by the 80s, the number of small Jewish bakeries in Chicago had slumped. Sure, you still had the stalwarts like New York Bagel and Bialy and Kaufman's holding down the fort in the suburbs. But in the city, bagel growth was pretty dead. Outside of the bagel bakeries opened by Billy Jacobs and his brothers of bro bagel fame, our local bagel growth was dominated by, yep, national bagel chains. I think that we were much more interested in mass marketed everything. And now, you know, the hipsters are bringing us back to our roots. And one of those hipsters is Charlottesville, Virginia born Aaron Steingold. He got to Chicago about 13 years ago and decided he wanted to revive high-quality Jewish deli food with a Chicago spin. So at his Steingold's Deli in Lakeview, he's gone back to doing things the old way. Like he makes his own locks, he's perfected a house recipe for his pastrami, and he's got a painstaking 26-hour process for making traditional bagels. The first step is mixing the dough. Uh, It has to proof for several hours. And then uh, we shape the bagels. And then an additional 12 hours of fermentation overnight, followed by boiling and then seeding and then baking. You know, it's about a six-step process. And he says he's made some important converts. We have a long list of New York expats that we could list as regulars, many of whom, uh, you know, put ours above anything in New York. So over the last century... Our Chicago bagel scene has gone through a boom era, then a bust period, only to finally boom again. And while it's true that a lot of bagel specialists migrated to the suburbs along with many Chicago Jews, that trend has almost reversed itself by now. Thirteen years ago, when Steingold got to Chicago, he was not thrilled by the bagels he found. But does he still feel that way? Not anymore. I I don't. I think we started up three and a half years ago, and I feel like we we definitely helped turn the tide a bit. And now there's uh, quite a few that I think are are doing great bagels. These include Mindy's Bagels, RNA, Tilly's, Sauce and Bread, Reno, Rye Deli and Drink, The Daily Bagel, Gotham Bagels, and Taste of New York and Lakeview. 
a place that does the final bake on bagels that are made and boiled in New York City. So will these be enough to convince Elaine that Chicago's no slouch when it comes to bagels? You'll just have to listen to find out. That's coming up next. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Okay, should I, I'll turn it on. Okay, I'm, I'm pressing record too. I'm already recording. It's great to finally meet you uh, face-to-face, at least through Zoom. I did, of course, wave to you as I was driving away in my car after dropping that big paper bag of bagels on your porch today. I hope you got yeah, it. Yeah, it was contactless delivery, which is and, and bagel contactless delivery, which is my favorite kind. So, <laughs> so thanks for driving out to do that. This is my editor, Alexandra Solomon. Hi, Elaine. Hi, it's great to meet you. Monica, you did good. Monica has been trekking around. She was the bagel. Um, I was the bagel wagon. The bagel wagon. So thank you, Monica, for, for doing all that. It's really nice to meet you, Elaine. But I have to say, when your question came in, I got a little worked up, you know, because I happen to think... Alexander's really proud of being a Chicago bagel lover. I am a born and bred, raised here, eating my fair share bagels, and I I happen to love some of the bagels that I eat here. And so I, you know, I was a little riled up, but then I thought, Monica, maybe we can, maybe Elaine's not been going to all the places we know, you know? So I I guess I just kind of wanted to know from you, what is it that you look for in a bagel? So I'm also from Chicagoland. I've always lived in the Midwest. Um, I'm not a New York person, Mm. but I like a New York style bagel, which for people who aren't familiar is usually characterized by having a really doughy, soft, sweet center, and then a harder exterior that's almost crunchy. And then also the seasonings, um, like the the poppy seeds, the sesame seeds, the onion bits are always very fresh. (laughs) That is my style of bagel. Okay. So you're going for... A certain texture outside in combination with a soft middle and, the, and, and, the, and a balance that you're looking to strike there. Yes. I think the superiority of the New York bagel is oh, there. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to be proven wrong here, but uh, the superiority of the New York bagel is there is diversity of texture, right? Like the outside mm-hmm. and the inside taste different, not the uniform texture you get from from other kinds of bagels. And then the flavor is also a better balance of salty and sweet, where I think flavor, the flavor in a lot of bagels I eat around here, very uniform, very cardboardy, and usually <sighs> only savory, like never that hint of sweetness. But mm. I, I hope I, I hope to be uh, proven wrong. So we'll okay. see. All right. Well, I mean, I, I like just a, like a really a hint of sweet, you know, if it's mm-hmm. like sweet, sweet, maybe we just come from, you know, two different points of reference, but hopefully maybe you'll see something that, I, I don't know, will will work for you. Because, you know, we got to defend the honor of this city up against New York, right? Yeah. So what I've done is I brought you each four plain bagels that were recommended by our listeners. And I drove around getting them. I wanted to include both uh, this this bagel renaissance that we're seeing in the city, but also some old standards. Okay. And, okay, Elaine, why don't you take them out of the bag then? Okay, they're here. Okay. 
Okay, my first one is, I've never even heard of this place. I am not a true uh, Chicago bagel lover. Mindy's. It looks really promising. Yeah, this is from Chef Mindy Siegel. She was the head chef at her own restaurant, Hot Chocolate in Bucktown, but she has recently morphed that business into Mindy's Bakery. Okay, here we go. All right. Mmm. Mmm. This one's a lot more aggressively browned. I, this bagel is... Go ahead. Now you go, Elaine, because I took a really large bite. <laughs> I did, too. I'm not going to let that stop me. <laughs> but um, this bagel is gorgeous. Just, you know, I know people who will be listening can't see. It's 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 beautifully browned. It has all of the pretty bubbles. I'm guessing this was boiled, which is the traditional way to make bagels. Um, also has a beautiful gluten pattern. And my first sensation in biting into it was the smell. Yeah, it's like... It just came out of the oven, that airy kind of mm, just baked kind of scent. And it is really kind of rich in color. Mm -hmm. Because she goes for a more aggressive uh, browning, she gets more caramelization, more Maillard reaction, more flavor. I'm tasting it. It it almost, I know it's a plain bagel, but it has like a hint of pumpernickel or something. There's something almost, I don't know, oniony about it. Like it's very, it's very good. All right, let's go for the next bagel. Round two. Okay, I've got New York uh, Bagel and Bialy. Monica, I can always recognize this bagel. <laughs> this bagel, so it looks a lot different than our last one. It's big, it's very light, it's very airy. So we'll see if it tastes the same. Mm. Hmm. You can go first mm-hmm. this time. I got to think about it. Mm. So I'm a journalist. And I'm going to be full disclosure here, like this is a bagel that I eat pretty regularly because I I like the saltiness of it and I like the sort of level of density that this one has, which is like not too dense, but not too mushy. I don't, I don't like mushy, mushy in my bagels. I like the way it looks and, you know, you eat with your eyes, right? So this bagel's yummy. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think I, I definitely agree with what you said about the salt. I hesitate to call it bland because I feel I feel like this bagel is working really hard. This is sort of like a seven or eight out of ten for me, hmm. but it is really good. It's a great staple bagel. This is this is a good everyday bagel, not a Sunday or Saturday bagel, but everyday. I toast a three setting on the dial to get it, you know, not too crispy but not too light. So the toasting, you know, just brings out all the the flavors. Mm-hmm. When I've talked to bagel makers, they they kind of felt like toasting was sacrilege. <laughs> and that you should I mean, eat them warm and fresh and soft. Well, but. my grandma toasted <laughs> them. My dad toasted them. I toast my kids' bagels. So there you go. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Once Upon a Bagel in Winnetka, Illinois. All right. Shiny, glossy. Pretty. Yeah, I'm getting it. Puffy. Okay. It's almost challah colored. Yeah, it's gorgeous. All right. Okay. So I don't know if it's because you put this in my head, Alexander. Sorry, but I it know. It tastes that was... like challah. It does taste like challah. Um, 100%. It's a challah in a round bagel with the whole. Yeah. So I want to clarify, this is not a bad thing. Personally, I don't like my bagels to taste like bread. No. I think, you know, bagels are their own art. But as I said at the beginning, I am partial to a sweet bagel, mm. and this is definitely a sweet bagel. Yeah. Now, I love challah, and, you know, me too. it's a little too bready for me, too. 
I would say I like my bagel to feel like a bagel, not a piece of bread. Yeah. Well, I'll have another bite. Okay, this last one, it might be the game changer. Okay. Yeah, where's this one from? This is Taste yeah. of New York. And the special thing about Taste of New York is they make them in New York. They boil them in New York, <sighs> and then they send them to Chicago for the final bake. Elaine's smelling it because she thinks she can, you know, feel her New York bagels <laughs> that she can't get. Okay. All right. Here we go. Big, smooth, and glossy. I'm A lot good. like what you'd find in Queens or Brooklyn. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is pretty good. <laughs> These are really good. Um, <laughs> now, I want to say a few things. I, too, am an old-world bagel person. There has been a bit of a bagel renaissance in Chicago lately. There's a lot of places who are making these artisanal bagels, and that's great. But this is a bagel. This, this is amazing. It's um, the perfect contrast of texture, very subtle flavor, very no-nonsense. This is your classic Saturday afternoon bagel. All right, wait, Monica, now what part's from New York? The water? What? So they make them in New York. Yeah. They boil them in New York. Yeah. Then they freeze them and send them to Chicago for the final bake. I mean, so it's essentially a New York bagel, what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm going to say I would agree this is also a very good bagel. I, I like this one a lot. I like the... um. I'm just tasting another bite. I like the the chew, you know, like there's just like the right amount of chewing you're supposed to do with the bagel, and this one's got that. So it's pretty good. Okay, ladies, now that you've tasted them, let's hear your rankings. Elaine, you are the guest. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let you go first. Okay, well... Should I do from top to bottom or bottom to top? Let's do bottom to top. Let's do bottom to top so we can make like Miss America. Oh, boy. Okay. In the event okay. that this bagel cannot perform its duties. <laughs> the next one comes in? This, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. okay. So top four, countdown. I think, so the challah bagel, remind me, this was from... Once Upon a Bagel in Winnetka. This is mm-hmm. a really good bagel. It's, you know, like we said, it's doughy, it's soft. Like I said, I like my bagels not to taste like bread. But if you like your bagels to taste like bread, this would probably be your top bagel. So that's my number four. I'm going to say New York bagel and Bialy. Great everyday bagel for a Midwesterner. Number three. Number two, Cinderella story, Mindy's. I'd never heard of them before, but this is a great bagel. It's also gorgeous and it has this scent that I can't get out of my head. But number one is Taste of New York. Probably predictably. <laughs> uh, this is just, you know, it's not the fanciest bagel on the table. It's not the sweetest bagel on the table. But this is a bagel, ladies and gentlemen. So this is going to be my top pick. What about you, Alexandra? Okay, now, Monica, I feel like putting a New York bagel in the mix, I, I feel like you set me up for failure here in my attempt to sway Elaine. But that's okay because we get along great. I still enjoy working with you. <laughs> so, okay, I'm putting the... Hala bagel, which was from Once Upon a Bagel fourth, and that's only because like I, I don't like my bagel to taste like hala. But if you like hala, this is a delicious hala. Next up, I also liked Mindy's. That was surprise for me too. I have to say, Elaine's New York bagel was very good. Now I don't think. You can get a great bagel everywhere in New York. I'm just going to say that. But I think this one is pretty good, and I would definitely 
put it into my uh, roster. But I'm going to go with my tried and true New York bagel and Bialy. I've just been eating it for so long. I don't think I've been moved from there. But I will have that bagel from Taste of New York now and then. So I don't know. Maybe I'm the, the winner here. Elaine. You're the convert, maybe. Well, no, 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 no. I... <laughs> Do you notice that the two you liked best have the word New York in the name? Well... <laughs> well, my question to Elaine is, Elaine, do you still feel like there aren't any good bagels in the Chicago yeah. area? <laughs> no. I, I will say I don't think any of them quite rose to the level of the best bagel I've ever had. But I, I am excited that there are delis and, and bagel bakeries, old and new, that are still turning out good bagels in Chicago. I think that's something to be excited about. Well, this has been fun. It has been fun. And Lane, you've got a few. Do you have a few extras besides the ones you've bit into that that'll hold you for the rest of the week? I've got a lot. I've got a lot to eat. So <laughs> I'm excited. Cool. I feel like I need to go do some stairs or something based on the number of bagels I. I because uh, I, I I snacked a few extra bites, Monica, in between. So Ooh. it was great. Well, it sounds like each of you have had a few revelations, <laughs> have learned about some new bagels. Alexandra's learned that she kind of likes the New York style sometimes too. And Elaine, it sounds like you are now seeing all the bagel possibilities in Chicago or the wider ones. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to have some new spots to try. Well, thanks for doing this with us, Elaine. It's been great. Thank you. And thank you, Monica, for driving <laughs> driving all the bagels out to me. I'm, I'm excited to finish them off. It was my pleasure. It's a gorgeous day. Got some sunshine. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation and produced by Joe Dassault and Stephen Jackson. Alexandra Solomon is the editor, and Maggie Civet is our digital and engagement producer. Natalie Dahlia is our intern, and I'm Monica Eng. I hope you enjoy some really fantastic bagels from Chicago very soon. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.